0: The Total Financial Hour featuring Arif Hallaby, president of Total Financial Solutions, designing higher income strategies with a conservative approach, protecting your principal and your earnings while getting you reasonable gains and reliable income, making you confident of your retirement income planning. Arif Hallaby has your answer.
1: Financial Solutions. That's our company. The Total Financial Hour right here on your hometown station. This is AM870, The Answer, folks. Uh, listen, the Total Financial Hour is here. We're talking about your family's finances, getting out of debt, managing money, planning for the future, and really talking about what is it going to take for you to reach that golden age of retirement. Now, listen, uh, 21 years in the financial world, that's me. Uh, I spent about 10 years as an investor prior to that. So 31 years in this financial world has really taught me a few things, and uh, man, my goal is to share it with you. Let me tell you some of the things that we find over time. Over time, we begin to find that most people really are just guessing in the market, aren't you? Uh, Aren't we? Because look, when you're buying and selling different stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you're, you're buying and selling things, you realize somebody on the other side of the trade thinks it's better to not have it or to buy it from you. So one of you is right. Either you're right because, hey, in fact, it makes sense for you to not be the person holding whatever asset it is, or it makes sense for you to actually be the one that's buying it. Well, somebody's right. Somebody's wrong. So be very careful when you're out there trying to financially build your portfolio. Do I think there needs to be a balance? Absolutely there does. But why is it that every time we turn around, Wall Street is always trying to tell us to buy, aren't they? They're never telling us to sell. They're never telling us things like, hey, by the way, you need to have part of your financial life in a place of safety. You know, what does that mean, safety? What does that mean kind of planning and preparing so that your family's finances aren't all tied up in one place? Uh, Because so many times people go through life and they expect the government to take care of them. Look, remember when you started financially building your life? Uh... You were responsible for your own health care. You were responsible for your own retirement. The more you give that up to the government, city, state, county, the employer, the more you're going to be in a position to kind of do what they tell you to do. The freedom aspect of your life just isn't there. You, you lose. You lose what it takes to be financially independent because you're giving up the power to make choices, whether it's in your health insurance, to have it or not whether it's retirement planning, to have it or not, whether it's joining the union, to have it or not, right? You're giving up a lot of those powers. And by doing that, that really puts you into a place where your family's finances are kind of stuck and you're building this life of, oh gosh darn, maybe, just maybe, um, I don't know. You're going to be the person who gets to the place where you wake up, retirement is there, And what you thought you had, you just don't. What you thought you were, uh, you know, financially stable, you're not. Let me give you a good story here. This is important because a lot of people are not trying to figure this out. A lot of people are in a position to where they say, oh, I've got an idea. I'm going to trust my employer. Let me give you a good example. Gentleman who works for uh, Caltrans, right? Big company, one of the largest around uh, in the state as far as employers go. And what do they do? What did this gentleman do? He said, listen, I've got a pension. I have a pension. I'm going to pay off my house. And that's all I need to retire. I don't need to save anything else. I'm not going to get into debt, but I'm going to build my financial life around the guarantees, the securities, the protections, everything that I have to, to take care of the, uh, the, the employer. They're going to take care of me. They're, they're going to watch out for me. We say, okay. If that's the spot that you're going to be in, then realize you're in a position of vulnerability. Realize you're in a position that you just might be somebody who's going to drop the responsibility of your retirement planning, drop the responsibility of your family's future and give it to the government or the employer. So we're going to talk about that in the total financial hour. We're going to discuss a few things. And one of those things is why is it that we trusted so many other people? We gave up the freedom. We gave up the responsibility for your own family's happiness. And now we turn around and say, oh, sorry, it doesn't work anymore. U.S. pensions stuck in the red despite the stock market boom. Fox Business rep- uh, just reported about, uh, well, September 15th, two days ago. U.S. corporate pensions are regaining some of their power. I'm going to surmise it, ready? But there is a $400 billion funding gap. <laughs> you just heard on a previous show that there's a $100 million gap, and that's the guess, because we know the city of L.A., I can tell you, some other day I'll tell you why I know some of this stuff, uh, sitting on pension committees for the, for the police department uh, union way back when, knowing that the city purposely hides funds when they're in negotiations, purposely hides the money. And in addition to that, U.S. pensions stuck in the red at $400 billion. Why is it every time we turn around, there's a problem with pensions? Well, simply put, right now, the Federal Reserve is preparing to reduce $4.2 trillion. What does that mean? It just means you're going to be taking money out of the system. So the value of dollars are going to increase. We're going to be in a position where we say, okay, how do we create multiple sources of savings, planning, retirement when we know that the government, the planning, the system that we've built so long to save just might not be there when the time comes. Well, I think it's going to happen in two ways. Look, the pension system is not going to be there the way you think it's going to be there. That's what we believe. That's what we think. That's important that you know that. They have to make changes. I love it when people say, well, Eric, you know the way it works. Folks, they have to make changes. There is no money. The pension system uh, really is designed for a different world a different time 3% of americans that work for for private employers under one of the recent studies 3% are the ones that actually have pensions everybody else is a government employee well government employees don't produce a product except the port of los angeles water and power maybe the tennessee valley authority right out of tennessee the water and power company out of out of that region few of these few few most of them trash a collection, fire department, police department, county hospitals, uh, roads. They pro- they don't produce a widget for a dollar and sell it for $2. School teachers love them. We need them, protect them. But we don't know if they did a good job for 25, 30 years until that employee gets out there in the system, get out in the field, uh, pay taxes, right? We don't know that. And yet when you have systems today, where educators can retire at 60 or 62 years old, maybe 65, depending on when you started, and you're now that educator that's going to retire at that time, what happens when you are expecting a pension? The way our pensioners, the way our educators, police officers, firefighters, the way they're going to collect any money is when we turn around and the other employers and employees are paying into the system. And then where do they get the dollars from? They're only going to get it from one place called taxes. Because the employees are going to put in a little bit of money, but how do the employees put in the dollars? It's just not going to happen. There's not enough dollars in place. There's not enough dollars in place for the revenue to last. So here's, uh, look, the second half of the show is always about solutions because Total Financial Solutions is not about just ranting. (laughs) We can get those plays. We can get that kind of idea just about anywhere. We can get the idea that hey, people are upset and you know pitchforks and torches, and I guess we're not antifa or the or the, the left, right? Liberals seem to have all the time in the world, or I should say the left, because today's liberals, idea, if you listen to Dennis Prager, are actually conservative principles of today: free speech <gasps> Don't hurt my feelings or, or or hey, I got a better one. just because you disagree with me, we're not going to fire you. What? How can that be? How can that be? We're going to burn down. Listen, I'm offended by a statue. When you're offended by a statue, folks, it's not moving. You can turn around. You can close your eyes. Why is it that you let a statue offend you? These are the same people, the same young people that you're trying to say, Oh, by the way, you have to be there to go to work to make sure that the the teachers and the educators, the policemen, the firemen that had started 25, 30 years ago, they need pension money. They need dollars. They're going to be in, in Fiji. They're going to be on vacation. They're going to be retiring somewhere. And they're going to count on you to work and put in more money. What are some of the other numbers I have for you? Look, this is a this is not that exciting, but but I think you need to know about it. It's tough on a Sunday morning. I got gotcha. you. But even though pension stock holdings have appreciated considerably, their values have not caught up with the liabilities. Look, they are counting on a government bond rate, which means an interest rate for their safer money. uh, The pension is counting on 5.13%. But what are they getting? Three. Basically, there's a two-point spread. That means two percentage points apart. Very important you understand. That means they're missing the mark. It's like you're earning $10,000 a month and you're spending twelve. And you say, that's okay. Next month, I'm going to make another $10,000. That's nice. And you will still spend twelve. dollars Right now, the pension system is in a place where it is spending more money than it's bringing in. So how does it bring in money? It brings in dollars simply because of the revenue that it generates. In other words, they own buildings, certain real estate. The pension system own stocks, bonds, mutual funds. They own some safety investments. They might even own, believe it or not, government debt in a foreign country. You remember when Puerto Rico had some issues? I love this. Oh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. And they defaulted. And they said, we're not going to pay. Sue us. Oh, wait, you are suing us. So, Puerto Rico said, we're not going to pay. And the bond system wasn't there. So what happened was folks got into a situation where they could not be paid back. General Motors, remember that? General Motors went upside down. And when they did, when President uh, Obama said, General Motors is alive and Obama, uh, Obama oh, and uh, Osama bin Laden is dead. Remember that? General Motors alive, Osama bin Laden is dead. Yay, clap, 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 Reelect. Except what if you were a pension or a union or a retiree and you were holding the bonds of General Motors? What happened to you? They they wiped it out. You lost some or all of your money. Did you know that? When is it that we get to the place and we take responsibility? We say, listen, I'm not going to just bell rings, stand up, bell rings, sits down, bell rings, go here, bell rings. When are we going to get to the place where you can take control of your own financial life? A lot of people are trusting our brokers in Wall Street. Okay, fine. But watch them. Be careful. Don't let people control your finance. Oh, I'm well diversified. Like what? Like you're on a school bus and you're sitting in the front left? That's the risky one. If it goes over the edge, I'm going to hit it first. So you say, ah, I'm going to diversify. I'm going to go to the left rear of the bus. Still okay. Not in the last seat, but three up. And when it goes over the cliff, do you realize you're still going to hit the bottom? It doesn't really matter. What I think you need to do is to be out of that vehicle altogether. Maybe keep some there, of course. But don't put all your eggs in one basket. I think it's a little risky. Don't you think? To put everything in one place. The market. Now you might say, well, it's not as bad because I'm diversified. Fine. But do not think. That your assets, that your money, that your retirement, that your future is in a place that's protecting it from the market declines. Because look, true diversification is not having all of your eggs in one basket. In other words, on that bus when it goes over the cliff, true diversification is setting up some of your money so that when the market goes down, fine, you're not going to lose any. Wouldn't that be exciting? Or how about this? When the market goes down, you're not going to be in a position to where you go backwards and lose everything. Right now, we have about, oh, let's call it about a six-year time frame was one of the last declines. In other words, to get all of your money back was six years. We had a 15-year time period. Hold your horses for this one. 15 years. And in that 15-year period of time, we didn't go down once. We went down twice. and We didn't just lose a little bit. 50%. In other words, we lost 50% of your retirement money. That's a 15-year period of time. Pick a 15-year period of time from today and say, okay, from today to 15 years, I'm going to be 62 or 68. You tell me if the money you have today, if you're willing to wait 15 years to get it back. You tell me if you're willing to get back to zero between now and 15 years and say, you know what, I'm in a place that I am ready to retire and I want my money. You think really there's going to be a position in the financial world, in the markets, where you're the one that's not holding the bag? Because that's what they do. Look, I don't think brokers, I don't think Wall Street, I don't think they're bad people. I don't think that at all. In fact, the first five, six years of my career, that's what I did. And the, and the, and the 10 years prior to that, in the 90s, that's what I did. That's how I made money. But things changed. So think of it like this. In the brokerage world, you used to pay us money for what? You would pay us money because we had access to software, information, and believe it or not, computer terminals that you couldn't afford. You didn't have access to, you weren't licensed for, you couldn't afford it, period. So you went to the broker, you went to Wall Street, and you said, hey, Mr. Wall Street guy, Mrs. Wall Street uh, gal, I want to put money with you. Okay. We charged you a fee. And in doing so, it made us money. Fine. But we also, our job was supposed to make you money wasn't it and sometimes we did and here's the craziest thing when we made you money we thought we did something we sat there and we said you know what we made you money when we said we made you money wall street took credit for the gains oh look i took your 15000 and turned it into 25 i made you money but you know what wall street didn't just make you money if they're going to take credit when the market goes up what are they going to take when the market goes down they have to take the blame and I didn't like that because I took credit. I was a little on the arrogant side thinking, oh, I did something. Look at what I did. But when things changed and all of a sudden the market went down and I had no idea why it went down, so I, and I also had no idea why it went up, I had to figure out something's not right. And when something isn't right, you got to make changes because who else is going to take care of your family? Who who do you think? Do you want the government? You want welfare? You think you're going to live just on Social Security? Ask someone who's on Social Security right now how long it's going to be until they get a pay raise of any significance. Nothing. It's not going to happen because they don't get a pay raise. Because Wall Street's set up to have partially the, the Social Security system, right? You are counting to have your money come from Wall Street, right? Income, Social Security, maybe a pension. Oh, wait, isn't it interesting that your pension invests in the same types of places that your 401k does? Isn't it interesting that your money in your company pension retirement account is in the same place in some cases as Social Security called government bonds? Isn't it interesting that your family's finances are all tied to the same world? So this is a huge change. And when this change took place, The government is struggling. Federal government, two years ago, President Obama, his budget proposal, the first go-around was to eliminate the tax-free withdrawals of a Roth IRA. Did you know that? It made the news for a minute or two. In our industry, we're keen to this, right? We're always paying attention to this stuff. But when we watched it, we said, oh, interesting. How did that holy grail of let's not touch actually turn into something? You have some questions about your pension, you're worried about it, we might be able to help. We've got some solutions. Let me give you the number, 866-870-KRLA, 866, it's a toll-free number, 870-5752. Why do we even have toll-free numbers anymore? <laughs> toll-free is from your cell phone. You can call New York, Louisiana, all. but anyway, we have a, we have a toll-free number at Total Financial Solutions also. It's 800 uh, 990 two. pay attention to this. Give me a call. Hey, you got a question? 866-870-KRLA, 866-870-5752. Question on your pension. The solutions are very simple. How are we going to solve this problem if your family's finances are counting on one or two sources of income? Because you're going to need a place, right? And I think that place that is going to have to come from yourself. I don't think it's going to come from the retirement world of Wall Street. Wall Street's job is not to make you money. They get paid to keep your money. Did you know that? If your money's at risk, they get paid. If your money's in a money market account, they don't get paid. Ooh, money market account. That means no risk. How how, how does that work? Well, it's the system. They have to, believe it or not, put your money at risk. They have to be in a place so that you could lose your money in order for them to make money. So... Again, not bad people, not a bad setup. Give us a call at 866-870-KRLA, 866-870-5752. All right, look, we're going to take a break in a minute or two, and I want you to do two things. Number one, I want you to, to think about this. What is it going to take for your family to retire? And what does retirement look like? Right? I don't know. Does it mean, okay, you're going to have a lifestyle where you're going to live? the way you want to live? Maybe. Does it mean you're going to be in a position so your family can work part-time? Maybe. Saving for retirement starts early. Let's listen to caller number one. We're going to have Charles from Costa Mesa. Uh, Costa Mesa. Hey, Charles. Hey, how's it going? I am great, thanks. You got a question for us. Welcome to the Total Financial Hour, by the way
2: a second. Uh, sorry, I had the windows rolled out. Go oh, ahead. I a uh, question again?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome to the Total Financial Hour on AM870, The Answer. How can I help you?
2: Um, yeah, the, my situation is I'm, I'm a student, full-time student going back to school for I uh, started uh, to go for an engineering degree, um, chemical engineering. And um, so I kind of want to know how to kind of want to know how to set myself up for you know, not having any issues in the future because the, the, my biggest issues right now, believe it or not, I'm 47 years old.
1: Okay. So, listen, so. going going back to school is always an honorable thing. The thing that I have as a concern, believe it or not, is the student loan debt. The debt oh. will eat you alive. We have clients that are 50, 60, 70 years old, and they're still holding debt for themselves or their stu- or their their children simply because uh, the system is set up to transfer risk. From the government over to you. So the college no longer fills the risk. So do I think you should start saving? Yes. Debt is the first thing to watch out for. Number one, make sure you have emergency money set aside so that if there's an emergency, new tires on the car, uh, new refrigerator, you have the cash for it. You don't go into debt for it. Number two is, if it takes an extra year or two or three to finish college than the normal three or four years that you might, it's okay with that. Folks, you know, look, when you're trying to build a financial life for you and your family, you need to, to look and see, how do I get to a place where when I am in a, I don't know what the right word is, when I am in, in a hole financially, what's my priorities? Where do I start? And Charles, what did you do before? What was your career before?
2: Um, I actually work in the special effects industry building, uh, you know, costumes stuff. I probably made about $80,000 a year. Um, but I kind of, I left to come back to school because, uh, the army actually came into, uh, the place where I worked and asked how to basically, uh, you know, build an Iron Man suit. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I basically told them that there was no way of doing it unless we had new materials. That, yeah. Um, so I came back to school to get the material science chemical engineering degree to be able to build something, uh, you know, to that you know fills their their need.
1: So here's the here's the goal. Number one is you probably have an old retirement account somewhere. I do not. No pension. No four hundred one k. Nothing. No, I
2: I had I had a Roth IRA. I wasn't diversified. Stock market crash of the late eighties. I I lost it all.
1: Gotcha. Ended up
2: pulling out about twenty eight thousand dollars, and uh, ended up, you know, so uh, you know they said you don't have to watch it, don't worry about it, we'll, of we'll take care of it. You know, uh, this you know you'll have millions of dollars by the time you retire, of course. And so I didn't I didn't keep my eye on on it, and when I looked at a Wall Street Journal one time, I found out my my you know uh, the amount of my stocks were worth were pennies compared to what they were before, and I I called my Agent and I said, "What's go? What's going on?" The sure. uh, the original agent wasn't there, and and so I ended up losing all the money.
1: Look, guys, this, this is this is a great example. You lose all the choices that you have when you. Thanks for calling, Charles. Uh, you lose all the choices that you have when you are not financially stable. And uh, Charles, it's a great example. We have to take a break here. It's a great example of why it is that you and your family need to really learn how to set aside your funds. We're going to continue with some solutions. That's the Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Hallaby from Total Financial Solutions. We're here every Sunday talking about your family's finances, getting out of debt, managing money, planning for your future. The Total Financial Hour on AM870, The Answer. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Total Financial Hour on AM 870, The Answer. I'd love to speak with you now. If you uh rather contact me during the week, that's fine as well. Here's our phone number right now on the air 866 870 5752. That's 866 870 5752. Look, part of the challenges in life and financially speaking is for you to kind of get to a place where you're the one making the decisions. Time and time again, we've trusted government. We've trusted employers. Look, remember the company store? Remember that old mindset, right? A railroad or a company would move into town. They'd own the saloon. They'd own the hotel. They'd own the houses. They'd own everything that they could have where you would have your money set aside. But what would take place is something very simple. They would pay you just enough to turn around and put the dollars right back into their bucket. And at the end of the week, you'd start over again. So why is that... Why do I think it's the same today? Because I think by the time you're done paying taxes, look, you go to work. uh, uh, Look, I don't want to beat you up, but you got to think about this for a second. If you've earned $50,000 a year for 20 years of your life, maybe a little more, a little less, just makes the math easy, that's a million dollars have gone through your hand. A million dollars, right? 50 years times, uh, or I should say 20 years times 50,000. That's a million dollars. You guys... A million dollars a year in income uh, altogether over your lifetime, right? Uh, 20 years. And and you have $870 in your checking account. Uh, The money's come in. You've made the dry cleaner wealthy. You made the liquor store owner wealthy. The gas station. You get it? Everybody else is doing fine. Their kids are going to go to college. Don't worry about – they're going to have a wonderful vacation. My gosh. This break's coming up. They're going to take a great. You're the one that's worked for them. What's the difference between that and a company store? where you're the one doing all the work and everybody else is getting rich. Now I don't think the system is bad. I think the road changed. There was a right turn somewhere and you keep going straight. Because at one point we thought it was okay to give up control to the federal state government, employer, etc. You don't ask them to pay you, you don't go to your employer like why are you expecting them to pay for your health insurance? Why you why do you want them to pay for your retirement account? They're good at making widgets. They're good at making computers. They have a, they, they're good at whatever they do. Oh, and by the way, you've got to understand all 74 health plans that are available and the gold and silver plan, and right? That's, now that means that employer who is focused down one direction now has to pick up and go and focus down another direction. Heaven forbid you expect the government to do it. The government is supposed to protect our borders. They're supposed to make sure that we have international and interstate commerce that is, is flowing reasonably well. Their job is not to make sure that you have health insurance. If you choose not to, that's your job. They're not to make sure that you have a retirement plan. Social Security's job, in part, was to make sure that the older workers would get out of the system. So during the, the Depression, when you had a 65- a or 70-year-old man working that you could take him out of the workforce, the government would pay for him, and the two younger guys that would be working for the same wage would come in and take, take jobs. That means more people would go to work, the government, you're only going to live about another two years anyway, the government would pay for you, off you go. So what is the solution? I think the solution is built around two things. Number one, I mentioned at the top of the hour, the government is expecting, or at least they've put out there, to tax your Roth IRAs. There are now maximum dollars sitting in the Roth IRA, which are post-tax money. That means you go to work, you make fifty thousand, you put five thousand aside. Today you still pay taxes on all fifty thousand. It doesn't change. But when you retire and where you retire, you never pay tax on that money again. Kinda nice, huh? That's the Roth IRA. But two years ago, under President Obama's budget, he says, we now want to tax Roth IRAs. People said, What? Huh? What what do you, what do you mean? We built it where we weren't going to be paying taxes. You told us that's not the way, that's not the rules that we're playing under changed. So how do you make sure that today you are building for your future? You do it in a couple of ways. Number one is you make sure that your family's finances are diversified. You want some of the market uh, access, great. But if you're sitting there thinking, I need safety in my retirement. I need to protect what I've already earned. That's what Total Financial Solutions does. There's a bunch of folks like us out there. Look, there's some good companies and not so good. Number one, make sure you never pay fees. Number two, make sure you don't have something called an income rider. In my opinion, that is something that is way oversold, overused, and underexplained. So I think there's a system for you out there to be very careful Because for some reason, either the financial folks don't understand it or they are just being told to sell it and they want to keep their jobs. So be careful. Let me give you the number again one more time. 866-870-5752. That's 866-870-5752. Okay, here's here's another uh, part that I think you need to understand. Something called Rothification. We're starting to find this more and more that these big bucket of dollars that are sitting in the pre uh, in the post tax money in other words it's 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 immune from the federal and state government taxing it until president obama's budget now you might say of course president obama's gone president trump is conservative the doesn't matter it doesn't matter if they see a bucket of dollars it's just today's republican party and 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 uh, democrat party both of them are saying we're going to tax this or we're going to tax that we're going to spend this much or a little bit less. There's very few people in government that are saying, whoa, 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 why don't we just tax people less altogether? Why don't we just spend less altogether? Why don't we give responsibility for their future back to them instead of giving it to you or to me as a, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it, but a servant, really? A servant to the company? So here's another solution. But first, we're going to take a call. We have uh, Lewis on the line from San Pedro. Lewis, welcome to the uh, Total Financial Hour on AM870, The Answer.
3: Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I am 30 years old. I just recently started becoming more financially responsible about about everything in in general. And uh, just, with my company, I just started a 401k. Yep. And they had a speaker yesterday to talk to us. Roth IRA and pension and how aggressive they get as, as we start off and then they get less aggressive as we get closer to retirement. Um, my question is, I still want to learn more in depth about everything that you're talking about. And is there a website or are there any classes at sure certain colleges that you recommend that I take to learn about everything you're talking about?
1: Yeah, sure. Great question. Okay. So think of it like this. Um, in the 401k world, it's there's a lot of 400s, 401, 403, 457. Those are all plans that are set up by the employer. So your employer says, "Hey, we're going to bring in a, a retirement plan." And in many cases they're going to match. Do you know if they're going to match for you, Lewis? Yeah. Okay, uh, good. Ten percent uh, how, how much again you cut out one more time?
3: They're matching uh, up to a certain percent yes. that we that we'd give
1: Okay, so let's say they're going to match three percent. Usually it's six or three, but let's just say it's three percent. The first thing I want you to do is to speak with your CPA, your tax advisor, financial person, somebody who who can do, help you with the math because sometimes it's a little bit more difficult. But once you get it, you'll get it. And I want you to consider putting in a hundred percent of whatever they put in for the match. Then you go outside of that and you put in the maximum because you're thirty years old, so the maximum would be five thousand five hundred in a Roth. IRA okay. Roth is a. It's just the last name of the senator in the '90s who who sponsored this bill. That's all. That's where it came from. So what you'll do is you'll put money into that account, and oh, I still have money left. Then you can go back to your retirement account at work. I think this is going to start happening. I think they're going to start taking your retirement account, the big bucket of dollars that are that haven't been taxed yet, and I think what's going to take place is the government is going to start going through and saying we're going to force you to start moving some dollars out of the retirement account, the 401k, and we're going to force you to start paying taxes. The Rothification is going to be the transfer of some of those dollars that are already in your retirement accounts. So I'm going to continue with that here in just a minute. Thanks for your call, Lewis. Look, first place I want you to go, of course, uh, look, you can go on any search engine, financial classes, but look who sponsors it. If it's sponsored by a financial company like a, a stock brokerage firm, chances are pretty good that it's going to be biased towards and real diversification is putting some of your money in big companies and then little companies and then medium-sized companies and then you go come on really true diversification is having it removed from the market there's there's 20 places maybe uh, maybe it's 12 but it's 12 to 20 places you can put your money for retirement where it doesn't go up and down with the stock market Okay, so when I I say Rothification, it's kind of a new term just happening this week. This is what it means. It means your bucket of dollars that are sitting in your retirement account, your 401Ks, your 403Bs, is going to start shifting over into a taxable income. In other words, the government is not going to sit there and wait to earn its income. About four years, uh, we're probably at about six years now, about six years ago, President Obama required required all financial companies to report what they uh, have in your retirement account. You realize that never existed before. Do you understand that? It never existed. What happened was, oh, how much did I make? What's my social security number? I put in the money. Okay. Fast forward till age 70 and a half. That's the next time the government cared about your retirement account. But about six years ago, under President Obama's leadership, he required, remember that short little speech? We remember it because it's our industry, but short little speech that said, we don't know why anybody thinks they need more than $3 million for retirement. That's just too much money. And some people, what, what, what? And all of a sudden people said, oh, wait a second. What, what? Why not 2.6 million? Why not 4.9 million? Where did he come up with $3 million? Is that enough to keep the the minions quiet? Is that enough to keep the people from speaking up? I don't know. There's not enough power. Three million is, is the right number under the King Obama's rules. I don't know. It's a very weird thing. And then it went away. He said it once, kind of disappeared. But then so, soon enough, we started seeing all the companies are required to report your balances. So the money that's sitting in your 401k, the money that's sitting in your pension plan, those are all sitting there pre-tax. In other words, the government's checking its watch, going, okay, when is this guy going to get hit? at age 70 and a half so they spend your money before they ever get it that's where all this debt is coming from that's why we hit 20 trillion dollars in debt why I think interest rates can never go up beyond a certain amount is because the interest rates on the debt that we have is more or will be more than the budget for the defense of the United States just the interest why does this matter because somebody has to pay for it. The government doesn't have a, a, a company. It doesn't make widgets. So you are going to have to pay for it. So part of your retirement planning needs to take into account that somehow, someway, your taxes are probably going to be higher, especially especially if you stay in California. We have so mismanaged money here in the state of California, it's not even funny. It's It's almost as if the politicians in Sacramento And there's one party that leads it. You understand we're a one-party state, right? We have a Democrat pretty much line item all the way down. Majority in the state senate, state assembly. Uh, They virtually have veto power. You have uh, left-wing, really far uh, left-wing speakers and senator pro tems. These are are not moderate. Hey, let's just make sure business – so I think they're going to continue to create these things where you are going to end up paying more taxes than you ever thought possible if you stay in the state of California. So one of the solutions is I think you need to consider the Roth IRA. And Lewis, you were right on, man. I think you need to consider the matching from the company, get the free money, and then get the uh, put the Roth IRA. The Roth IRA, or the, or, or you can even put a Roth four hundred one k. That just means today you make fifty thousand you put 10000 into the Roth 401k this year, you still pay tax on all 50. Later on, when you retire, where you retire, you pay tax on that money. That means you get it all tax-free because you've already paid tax on it. That means the Roth IRA is never taxed again under current law. We have to say that now. Did you know we didn't used to have to say that? We just used to say, oh, yeah, it's never taxed again. Today we have to say under current law because we don't know what they're going to do. So I think you want to plan for that. Secondarily, diversify. I like fixed products. I like fixed annuities. I like fixed indexed annuities. When the market goes up, you can go up with it. When the market goes down, you don't lose a penny. But there's a couple of catches. You can go up. You're not going to get all the gains, not all the time, but you can get most of the gains. In some cases, all of them. Some cases have. I don't know. But you always go up and never backwards you stay the same. When you move, you're going up. When you earn interest, it's new money. So how do you make sure that some of your money is in a safe place? Look, there are different financial people, just like there are different doctors, there are different plumbers and electricians. They all have different specialties. Our specialty is keeping some of your money or some or all or what, safe and protected from market declines. Our strategies include safety and protection. I'd love to speak with you if you have uh, now. If, you, if you'd like, great. But if you'd rather contact me during the week, here, let me give you the call. The number is 661 753 9683. That's 661 753 9683. That's our phone number during the week. We always have somebody there. Oh, 8 a.m., sometimes 6 p.m., 7 p.m. We work late sometimes. We have a great uh, staff, three different offices located in uh, the Santa Clarita Valley. That's our main headquarters. Office out in the Simi Valley and an office out in the Antelope Valley, and one right here in Glendale, Salem Broadcasting. We're down the street, I don't know, half a mile. So we're right here in your local neighborhood. You can give us a call. We'll set up a time. There's a no obligation uh, meeting. If if I can help you, great. If not, it's not going to hurt our feelings. We'll know in about 15 minutes if we can help you. We have client seminars. A lot of guys like us are doing them. You come and you learn. You get a free meal. Sometimes it's a great meal. Usually, better be. And you get a chance to see if you like the person. Not everybody's going to like us. You might say, oh, your personality doesn't fit mine. No problem. But what I need you to do is to take control. At the end of the day, that is the most important thing. Your family's finances will not, cannot count on the government. I believe the state of California has to default. My belief, there is no money for the pensions. They have to default. Listen, I was up speaking to the budget director with a group of people. It wasn't just me, a big group of people. There's maybe 30 of us in the room. And the budget director had no clue that in the state of California, we have lost $50 billion in payroll. $50 billion, never going to be paid uh, income tax in the state of California ever again. Gone. He didn't even know that. You know what he said? And and I think this is kind of, at least it should be shocking to you. We're sitting in a room and this is about, uh, I think we're coming up on two years. Well, uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to tell you that the governor is very excited to announce that we lost 1.8 million jobs in the recession and we're now at 1.9. Everybody clapped. So I sat there and I raised my hand and I said, sir, you know, you understand that a job is not a job. In other words, we've, we might have 1.9 million jobs, but it's not the same. And when the budget director of the state of California says that 1.8 million jobs were lost and we created 1.9 and we should all clap, a $15 an hour fast food restaurant is not the same as a $55 an hour manufacturing job. That guy's gone. So you can tax a $55 manufacturing job a lot more than you can a fast food worker who works part-time. And besides that, isn't it nice to make more money? Those jobs are gone. Solution number three, I think you need to sit down and you need to seriously consider your lifestyle. People are spending way more money than they should. You used to be able to spend it. You used to be able to live that way. You used to be able to buy what you wanted, when you wanted, how you wanted, no problem. Because when you closed your eyes and you woke up at age 65, social security was going to be there. Your company pension, your house was going to be paid off and worth five times what you paid for it. And life was good. I don't think that's the way it's going to be anymore. I think you're going to have to make some serious changes if you want to live the way you expect to live, right? (coughs) I think part of what you need to do is build a financial plan that has two or three or four layers of income where you are not in a spot to look in the mirror and say, well, honey, my back hurts, my knee hurts, my shoulder hurts as we get older and then say, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm 68, but I think I can retire at 70 because we took out a parent plus loan for our child to go back to school. And we're now on the hook for $760 of income that we have to take out of our payroll and pay in student loans. Look, the only way the government is going to get out of this mess is to tax us more. When the state of California consistently chases business away, consistently, Toyota, Nestle, oh, um, Let's think of a couple. Oh, oh, wait. Didn't we also lose a a company called Frito-Lay? Oh, Occidental Petroleum. Didn't we lose Oxy? Right? Big building. Big name on the building. Westwood gone. Why do these companies move their headquarters? Because they believe that there is no hope. It's not because they go, well, I don't want to, I'm a greedy son of a gun and I'm going to save a few bucks. Do you know how expensive it is to move a headquarters? It's tens of millions of dollars, sometimes more, to move a manufacturing plant to Plano, Texas, Tesla to move out of California and go to Reno, Nevada. You, it costs an enormous amount of money to do that. So it's not the greed of these big companies, it's the long term outlook. They know that the ship is sinking and they're getting off early. Your Democrat politicians in this state, and I used to be one, you understand? I don't think they're evil. I think they're out of touch, short-sighted, and I think some of them are greedy. How many of them just keep going to jail, right? What do we have? Half a dozen in the last few years, different state legislatures have gone to jail for different reasons. Oh, surprise. I want to say all of them are Democrats. I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're the ones that are there. And that's under a Democrat Attorney General, state and federal. And these guys are going to prison. How much more would you say might be happening? I don't know. So I'm sharing this with you because I think you have to have another plan B, which is maybe, maybe moving outside of the state of California. I hate it. I'm born and raised here, born in Hollywood. Raised in the San Fernando Valley, lived here my entire life, traveled to many places, born and raised in California. Very few people can say that these days. But I share that with you so that you can understand that I don't think there's hope. I was with the governor's budget director. We were in a meeting. Somebody else was supposed to show up, and they didn't. I think it's one of the folks that worked for him. So he covered for him. We're like, oh, my gosh, this is the person. And when I said, "Sir, do you know this website called howmoneywalks.com? Howmoneywalks.com, right? If you email me, I'll send you uh, the link. Howmoneywalks.com." I said, "Are you aware of that website? No, never heard of it. I said, "Howmoneywalks.com is very simple. It tells you where the dollars are leaving or coming. You click on a map, you go to the state, uh, you go to the different states. You scroll down, right, about halfway down, and you t- it's called an IRS tax migration. The IRS reports this data. It, it's not skewed through any uh, think tank or government, whatever, pure IRS dollars. Today, you, you report your income at this zip code. Tomorrow, you report your income, or next year, I should say, from that zip code. This is a very important change. These dollars are shifting time and time again. All right, folks, thanks for joining us to this hour of the program. Hey, it's our, our inaugural Total Financial Hour on AM870. Uh, the answer, listen, we have Town Hall coming up on October 1st at the Alex Theater. We're going to be there. You want to come by and meet us, ask us a question? It's right here in Glendale. You can stop by and say hello. That's the Alex Theater and it's Town Hall, October 1st, right here in Glendale. Thanks for joining us. Listen, if uh, I'd love to speak with you. If I can help you, contact me during the week. Feel free to reach out to me. That's 661-753-9683. That's 661-753-9683. And we'll be happy to meet with you. There's no obligation if I can help you. Uh, stay tuned next week. Man, we have some exciting things coming up. We're going to have guests in the future as well. A lot of exciting things happening. Your family's financial life. Do you understand most people have no clue how to manage their finances and total financial solutions is here about the strategies, the income strategies of keeping some of your money safe. I don't think anybody's bad or evil in this industry necessarily. There are the few. I just think you're going to have to take more control away from Wall Street and manage your family's finances. Thanks for listening. I'm Eric Hallaby. You're listening to the Total Financial Hour on AM870, The Answer.
0: The Total Financial Hour, featuring Eric Halaby, president of Total Financial Solutions, designing higher income strategies with a conservative approach. Protecting your principal and your earnings while getting you reasonable gains and reliable income, making you confident of your